I need to laugh And when the sun is out I've got something I can laugh about I feel good Welcome back to Health Check. I'm Heidi Godman. I'm here talking today with the folks from Sarasota Memorial Healthcare System Emergency Management or Emergency Healthcare. The, uh, what would you say? We would say the emergency rooms and also the urgent care centers. Is there one umbrella term for all of that? Yes, uh, Sarasota Memorial Healthcare System. Just the system. Okay, the system. Sure, uh, that makes sense. So we are here with Dr. Steve Kahn, whom you just heard. He's an emergency management physician, and also Jen Storch, who's director of ambulatory services. We've been talking about different kinds of things that commonly occur in the summertime and reasons that you might want to go to an emer- to an emergency room or to an urgent care center. And Jen, for people who are just turn- tuning in, tell us the difference between the two. Absolutely. So our urgent care centers are equipped to treat minor illnesses, injuries, anything that you normally go to your primary care doctor for. Um, But maybe it's after hours, evenings, weekends, like you had mentioned, you're in town, don't have a doctor. Um, Those are great things to go to an urgent care for. And what are the urgent care hours? All of our urgent cares, our six facilities that we have throughout Sarasota County are all open from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., seven days a week. 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every single day. Absolutely. You can count on that great Sarasota Memorial Healthcare System service, qualified professionals, all the equipment that you would find in your doctor's office, you're also going to have in an urgent care center. Absolutely. And more. And more. And we're all staffed by uh, board-certified physicians, so you know you're always going to see a physician when you come to one of our urgent cares. Okay. And we are also talking about the types of things uh, that would bring you to an urgent care center versus going to an emergency room. And tell us again. So the things that you'd want to go to the urgent care for, those minor injuries, illnesses, um, colds, strains, sprains, broken bones, um, those, the minor things that you'd see a doctor for, um, you see your primary care doctor for, you'd want to go to the urgent care. Anything major, a heart attack, a stroke, severe abdominal pain, um, those are things that you're going to want to go to the emergency room for. Go to the ER. So what we were talking about in our last segment was heat exhaustion and heat stroke, things that commonly happen in the summertime. Maybe you're outside and it occurs, or maybe you're indoors and it occurs because you didn't have the air on, you haven't been hydrating properly. These things really do happen. Who's at risk, Steve? Uh, Heidi, let me answer that just one. I want to, when I heard the two of you talking, one further point I wanted to make about the urgent care centers that makes us a little different than the doctor's office is we do have the x-ray machines. Mm-hmm. So, so many people, if they're worried, if they've sprained, they've been out running around, they've got the new paddle board, they've been playing tennis, playing golf out in the heat, hopefully drinking a lot of fluids, but they've sprained their ankle, sprained their wrist, but they don't know if it's sprained. They're wondering if it's broken they can come to the urgent care centers. We have an x-ray machine. Each of the facilities has the ability to do an x-ray. Fantastic. So you don't have to worry about that. You know it's there. Correct. Now, to answer your question about how do we um, tell who has a heat-related no, illness? No, who's, who's at risk? Uh, who's at risk? I, I thought you were just going to say everybody. But some people are at higher risk. That's true. And, and what we talked about in the earlier segment, the elderly can be very susceptible because they may not be completely, they may not have all their mental faculties to begin with. Some of the uh, elderly uh, citizens we have in this county, the ones that are sometimes in their 80s, 90s, and um, they're starting to have some mental deterioration. They won't pick up on the the heat-related problems right off, and then they're on the medications that will blunt the early signs and symptoms of heat-related illness. So 
that's the double whammy, if you will, with, with that population. And so many other people, everyone really is at risk and they're all, everybody's busy. When you're busy and you're focusing on the task at hand, whether it's playing or working, you're not thinking about heat-related illness and you really have to plan your day starting off with, I'm going to drink fluids. I'm going to have some water with me. I'm going to keep up with this during the day. I'm not going to wait until I'm dizzy and almost passing out before I start drinking water. Okay. How much fluid should we be taking in every day? Well, it depends on how much time you're spending outside and how much perspiring you're doing. If you're sitting inside an office at 70 degrees all day, uh, just drink enough fluid to maybe one or two bottles throughout the day just to where you're going to the bathroom once or twice throughout the day. But if you're outside working in the heat or playing tennis or playing golf, you're soaking your clothes with perspiration, you ought to be drinking one bottle, one 12-ounce bottle of water an hour. Per hour. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now let's talk about what happens if you do exhibit some of those signs of heat exhaustion, which is the first stage before heat stroke. So that would be some of the the fatigue or the mental fuzziness, or maybe you start to feel a little but uh, faint or, you know, you're not fainting yet, you know, but you're, you're feeling unsteady, the wooziness. What should you do? You should sit down probably and have some water. What about something with electrolytes? Well, you're sweating. You're not sweating pure water. Uh, you're sweating uh, fluid with electrolytes in it, sodium, potassium. That's what's on your skin. That's what's being evaporated uh, uh, as you're outside from your skin. So that's what you want to replenish. Uh, if you're sweating water with electrolytes and then you're replacing that with pure water, you're going to, throughout the day, you're going to get into some real serious problems. Why with, is that? Well, you're, you're losing all your electrolytes and you're not replenishing the electrolytes. And then what's left behind is just being diluted. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so and electrolytes, we're talking about sodium and potassium, potassium. all of the electrolytes, just some degree, calcium, magnesium, but sodium and potassium are the biggest ones. So if you're sweating that out all day and then just replacing it with pure water, by the end of the day, your sodium level in your bloodstream will be real low. And that's not good. Your potassium level can be real low. And those are primarily along with just the, the volume constriction those are the main reasons why you're feeling so weak and tired and nauseous as you've lost all those fluids because you've lost those electrolytes too. Sure. So you're going to need to replace those. And when yes. you're replacing them, I mean, we have these very sugary sports drinks that you shouldn't drink on a regular basis every day. But if you're sweating and if you're starting to exhibit some of these signs of heat exhaustion, then it's okay? It is okay. You want to drink the electrolyte solution. Every bottle that you drink doesn't have to be the electrolyte solution. You could do a bottle of water and then a bottle of whatever brand you want to choose, Gatorade, Powerade, something with electrolytes. Some of them have more sugar than others. Some Mm -hmm. of them have the high fructose corn syrup you want to, uh, some are much lower amounts of uh, glucose in them. And uh, for people that are young and active, the unless you're a diabetic, you, you don't have to worry about all the glucose. Your body's going to take care of that. But uh, for 
People that are worried about the glucose, there's definitely low glucose solutions that have the electrolytes. Okay. Oh, that's encouraging. Now let's talk about what happens if someone really does have heat stroke symptoms. So, and those would be symptoms of a stroke. So the, the confusion and the slurred words and the asymmetry in the face, and maybe you can't lift your arms at the, the same height and, and some of those things. And you call 911, the person comes to the ER and Dr. Steve Kahn is there. What are you going to do to treat the person? Well, we're a stroke center. So we're going to look at these patients and it can be difficult to tell the difference between a true stroke and what we call a stroke mimicker. So sometimes the stroke symptoms are caused by low blood sugar in the body, sometimes caused by dehydration, and sometimes it's a true stroke, which would be a blood clots blocked off part of the blood flow to the brain. We want to try and tell the difference between all these different stroke mimickers and the true stroke as quickly as possible because they're treated differently. If you're having stroke symptoms because you're hot and dehydrated, we're going to give you fluids and bring down your temperature. If you're having stroke symptoms because you have a blood clot blocking one of the major vessels in your brain, we're going to give you a blood thinner and or take you to one of the radiology suites and try and get that blood vessel opened up again. But that's where the training comes in. That's where the experience comes in. And then being a comprehensive stroke center, we handle that sort of thing all the time versus some other places where they may deal with that once a week. Right. And that's another reason why you'd want to call the paramedics because these paramedics know where the stroke centers are. They know how to how to get you there quickly and, and they can make that assessment. All right. So much more to know about Sarasota Memorial Healthcare System and the way it's treating patients this summer, whether you're going to urgent care, whether you're going to the ER. What about these other things that can happen during the summertime? What about sunburn, bee stings? What if you, you have a, a, a sting from a skate? Uh, at the beach. We're going to find out. This is Health Check with Heidi Godman on WSRQ. We'll be right back.